Hello, everyone. I just want to remind you that the information, the procedures, suggestions, and forecasts contained in all Penny Kelly podcasts or videos are not meant to take the place of a diagnosis, physician, financial advisor, or professional advice. They're for educational purposes only. All use of the information presented is at your own discretion. Neither Penny Kelly, Kelly Networks LLC, or any of her associates will be held liable for any injury, damage, or loss, financial or otherwise, as a result of the information contained in all Penny Kelly podcasts and videos. It's good to be here. Oh my gosh. I was, um, for some reason this week, this month has, I've just been like, oh, oh boy, teen consciousness. So I don't know. Um, every so often I get to thinking I have too much to do. And then other times I'm like, ah, I wish we had tea tonight. So, um, so I'm just going to uh, start. It is May 10th, Monday, May 10th. This is tea and consciousness. Um, and so we're, because I, Sometimes get long-winded with my answers. I'm going to jump right in and start right with you, Jason. So go ahead. What's you know? What's your question? Here we go. Okay, sorry. So, question. Um, I'm suffering from lead poisoning and so, wanted to get your your thoughts on that. I yeah, a few years ago it got really, really, really bad on the edge of dementia. But working on different um, methods including IV chelation, suppository chelation, and then always the binding, um, uh, the binding agents to get the metal out, but also liver, uh, strengthening the liver, the kidneys, uh, castor oil pack. Um, also a foot bath. Dr. Klinghart has a foot bath and that, that's incredible. I, and I, being I a, a silversmith, I use, uh, I replaced the, the anodes with the pure silver and very good um, effects with that. So I just want to get your thoughts. Okay. Um, I would just ask a couple things. Do you, have you taken or are you taking zeolite with those things? Y yes. Yes. That, and that's okay. a sub sublingual, I believe, spray. Yeah. Um, it, well, it doesn't have to be a spray. It can just be okay. a dropper full, Okay. you know, under the tongue. But um all those things you're doing, it takes a long time to get yeah. lead to release, but it will. So keep going. Um, the other thing I would suggest just to keep your other metals down is if you can add cilantro to whatever you're doing, yeah. you know, your salad, your soup, your I've, potatoes, I've... your rice, your whatever, <laughs> your veggies. Yeah. And just keep going. The liver flush. That becomes really pretty important. Um, there's also an old technique. I haven't used this, but I've read about it more than once um, in which you put garlic on the bottom of your feet, a clove of garlic. You just tape it in place. You soak your feet and then you put garlic on the bottom of your foot. Um, don't cut it open. Okay, mm. just, just put the garlic there. And the, you know, the old timers say, no, that works great. So, um, but other than that, you're doing everything. So, and okay. good for you. Um, Cause some people just give up. And you can't yeah. Up. No. Yeah. That's what I'm finding is um, it's, it's, it's kind of, I know that it's 
my uh, journey that I have to take to discover yeah. how to do this. Oh, and then also the, the gut health is so important. Um, oh, I'm rebuilding my gut to, because yeah. that's, you know, your liver is the first place to filter. And I had really bad leaky gut. I've, I've lost 40 pounds in five weeks just by removing lectin out of my diet. Um, <laughs> so I think that was the thing that was blocking me from yeah. getting the metal out was my body was so toxic. It was storing everything in there to keep me going. Yep. So it's definitely my journey to get this figured out and help others. So. Okay, very good. What are you doing for your gut? Are you taking some probiotics at least? Bravo yes. yogurt, maybe? Yes, yes, absolutely. Lots of yogurt. Um, um, also, uh, uh, anything that's fermented. I'm, ferment I'm fermenting my own vegetables. Uh, so, yeah, definitely doing prebiotic, probiotic. Yeah. Um, but I, it, removing those lectins, I think, was really big for me. That was, yeah. was massive. Um, no more headaches every day. <laughs> yeah, so. Right, a lot more energy. Yeah. Yep. Just have to get that let out. So. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. We knew a, a guy um, here in town who had severe lead poisoning and he started um, along the way, he, you know, there were points where we thought it's too late, you know, and it wasn't, he just kept going, you know, yeah. now he teaches martial arts. He's, wow. uh, you know, he's uh, amazing. And, just has uh, just this whole array of tools at his fingertips <laughs> that he can use to heal himself and, you know, to kind of add a little uh, bug in somebody's ear. Did you do this? Did you try that? You know, keep going. Yeah. 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 Can, so, can that so. be passed on to an infant while, while the infant's in the womb? Uh, not really. Um, okay. If the, if the body's you're not being... the carrier, you're not the woman. Um, no, no. Well, yeah, yeah. My, my mother has severe lead poison, ha has had it for a long time. And my sister and myself, I'm just wondering if while she was pregnant with me, if I could have uh, accumulated some. Well, how did she get it? How are you guys getting it? Yeah, we checked the water. It's not, not in the water, not in the food. Um, my mother, you know, she was raised in the 40s 50s uh yeah, so lots yeah. of leaded leaded fuel that she'd play in gas <laughs> paint chips yeah so <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, but also yeah. her mother had lead poisoning symptoms so there's a yeah, wow. but what living on a ranch country are you from california oh there okay yeah um, but I, I i've also done a lot of reloading ammunition so i i've had my my sources as well but like just a lot of symptoms as a baby okay. that we're just now putting the dots together it's like well maybe i had blood poisoning as a child so wow um i would say that if your water has been tested and they say it's not in the water yeah i i don't know if i would believe that you don't <laughs> get an infant a mother or a sister or, you know a son who all have lead poisoning for no reason Mm -hmm. that's it's you know it's either in the food or it's uh somebody's releasing something and you're breathing it in or mm. you know that's I, if it's bad enough to cause dementia you're getting a lot of it um and it's your whole family mm -hmm. so that says you know there's something something's going on there and somebody's probably trying to keep themselves out of trouble by saying oh no you're within the limits um, <laughs> Okay. So, yeah. Okay. I'll do some more digging. Thank you. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get yourself in trouble. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Real good. Keep going and good luck with that. Wow. Um, Colleen. Hi, Colleen. Hi. Hi. So my question is about the supposed coming ET disclosure. Um, okay. Is it going to happen this year? Is it going to be a false flag or is it going to be the real deal? Um, so any insight you have about how it's going to play out and when? Um, you know, I've been thinking a lot about this whole question. I've heard some people say, no, there's no, there's not really ETs. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. You know, I want to honor what you think. And, and I'm sorry, that's just not correct. Um, but the disclosure has already started. Um, I don't think it's going to be, ta-da, here we are, we have ETs, and now we have to do this and that differently. That's not going to be the way it is. It's going to just continue to be this drip, drip, drip. Um, and that's, it frustrates people. Um, they hear a little piece and then they're like, okay, where does that fit with all the rest of it? Um, and, and sometimes they can put it together and sometimes they can't. But um, a friend of mine, just the other day, <laughs> um, two days ago, Saturday, um, sent me a, a video that his daughter made. Um, and it was just this whole line of ETs going across the, the night sky. It was like, oh, look at that. Um, just there's so much evidence. And I think um, one of the big problems with ET disclosure is that even if the government did come out and say, yes, we have ETs and yes, we've been dealing with them for a hundred years and yes, they have technology and all that. People have been so conditioned to deny it that they will continue to deny it. Um, it's only going to be a few people who say, oh my God, thank God, finally. And then they'll move forward and, and little by little people will get on board and, and they'll end up saying, yeah, we knew that all along. So the, you know, so this feeling of, ah, okay, yes, finally the truth. Um, there, I, I do see some more disclosure coming in July, end of June through the beginning of August, actually. Um, but it's, um, it's not enough to satisfy the people who have been, you know, working with ETs or who have been studying their technology or building their technology. Um, it's like way too little, too late. So, and I think a big part of the whole ET question is a test for humanity. Do you believe your own eyes? Do you believe your own ears? Do you believe your own experience? Do you have trust in your own common sense? And that's where we have to get to, because I don't see it coming very much from, from what I'm going to call our government, what's left of our government. Maybe something will come out of that, but it'll be a, an effort to distract us from all the other stuff happening. So. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Hope that's not too disappointing. <laughs> okay. Uh, Carissa, you are the next one. Go ahead. Oh. Thanks, Penny. I hope you can hear me. Yep. Just <laughs> okay. fine. 
Awesome. So this is in regards to just a follow-up question that I emailed you. So hopefully that way you don't have to answer the email. So okay. I get really quick downloads and, you know, based on our intuition class, it's quick and it's like so right. much information packed. My question is, how do I unpack it slowly or how do I develop the ability to unpack it quicker with the density of information that's yep. presented to me? Because then I have to think about it. I have to think about it some more and then think about it some more and then make right. relations. Okay. Well, some of that unpacking requires the development of a little bit of self-discipline. And you're quite right. Um, once you learn to ask and then to recognize the information coming in, it's like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> um, it, because it's it comes in hard and fast and a lot of it, and you get a big picture. Um, so I, this is my technique. You might develop something else, but I have little, you know, pens and pieces of paper everywhere around my house. Mm -hmm. um, and so wherever I am, if I see something, hear something, or it starts coming to me, I grab that pen and that paper. And, and if it's just like an insight, then I write down, okay, I saw this, I heard that, I, I felt such and such. Um, if it's a whole download, then I actually start writing. And I write down the bones of what I hear, which is the outline, you mm -hmm. know, not all the details. And then I go back after I get the, you know, don't forget that. Oh, don't, don't forget that. Oh, and then, you know, this came and this followed and da, da, da. And once I get all of that, then I go back and I fill in um, and put a date and time on it. And then I start chewing on it um, because often it, it is a lot to process and you can't do it all in one swallow. <laughs> You're going to choke. So you have to do it over maybe the course of a week or two weeks. Okay. Um, and, you know, and then there's other things that come in that where you'll get this message, do this. And then, you know, it's like, why? I don't have time. I don't have the money. I don't have support. I don't have this. I, you know, why do I have to do that? And so you end up arguing with that part of you that knows. <laughs> so then, you know, for me, I have to allow the arguing to play out until I don't have any more excuses. And okay. then I'm like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll do that. Let's see. I, I, okay, I'll just do that. But I'm not being responsible. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> so, um, and then, you know, something wonderful happens. So that's how the World Council of Ethics thing got started. You know, wake up, write this down. I'm like, no, go away. It's three in the morning. Um, and then, you know, writing it down and in the morning, reading it and thinking, oh, wow, this is really very coherent. Um, and then another message, you know, send it out. And so I'm, you know, dragging my feet. Wow. Um, finally did it and um, have really, we've had two meetings now. And I have enjoyed both of them, even though I was really feeling shy about doing that. It's one of those, you know, who am I to do this? That kind of thing. Yeah. Almost everybody experiences that. So, yeah. So just, um, you can do a recorder. You can, you know, have a little 
flip notebook, I have legal pads all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, and, and typically the pen or pencil is typically a pencil. It's going to be whoops, like that. It's right there. It's I have no excuse. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And is there a way that you collate all your notes? Because like you, like, I'll write with whatever I've got. But then like yes. my thing too is it's like, okay, now how do I review it? So like, I'll write it. And then right. Um, I usually ask, I have a million questions. Okay. And I allow myself to ask those million questions. As if I don't understand, even though I think I got it, I've got it, I understand it. I got the most of it. Um, I will still ask a million questions because asking questions brings in more information, fills mm -hmm. in many of the blank spots. And I want more of that. And then uh, they'll be like this week. I was working on something that had to do with the big picture around ETs. And I had all these other pieces that were dangling. And all of a sudden, you know, the whole thing came together. It was like, well, there's this and there's that and there's this. And those all belong as part of one picture. And at that point it was like, oh, oh my, okay. Mm -hmm. So then I, I put all those together. Um, it's, sometimes it's a paragraph. Sometimes it's one sentence. This particular week, it happened to be 10 pages, um, single space. You know, I just kept coming back to it. There's more, there's more, there's more. Um, yeah. Keep asking questions. And so I did. And then I cleaned it up and it was only nine pages. But, <laughs> but that's a lot to, to get your mind around. And, um, and so it's different each time information yeah. comes in. Yeah. Thank you so much, Penny. This is awesome. And I love the yeah. conversations between you and Daphne and all the questions. So it, it's wonderful. I know. Isn't she good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, where'd you come up with that? <laughs> so, um, okay. Uh, let's see, Doris, you, where are you, Doris? Um, okay. Hang on. There you are. Okay. But you, um, did you put that in the chat? Hold on. Let me see. There's a question in the chat. No, we can't hear you, Doris. I think there's something with your speaker. Can you yeah. put it up a little bit? Hi, you, you, now? It doesn't, there you are. Go ahead. Now? Yep, you're good. Okay. Hi, Penny. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very nervous. <laughs> oh, no, don't be nervous. No. The language. <laughs> oh, no. Um, no. <laughs> uh, you At should first, hear me I trying to, to speak Spanish. <laughs> you know, it sounds like a first mm. grader. <laughs> Go ahead. At first, I wanted to ask about what do you see about uh, Germany, but now uh, the ET theme came up, and um, yeah, I have there another uh, another question too. So I take it first. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Uh, the first time I saw them, it was 1978, driving from New York to Long Island. Um, a lot of crafts, different ones in the sky. And um, 
all of a sudden then came, you know, starfighters and it, it looked like they made, um, you know, uh, yeah, going after them. Oh, really? And later, and later on, I, I, I looked again uh, when we came to the house and then there was a big craft and it was going real slow above the trees and you heard you heard no noise nothing and i thought oh now the invasion is coming <laughs> and, <yeah. laughs> and since uh, since then i'm very interested in in this uh, it and um so during the last yeah years uh, once in a while a lot of lights going through my apartment and um, and last summer I was in in the garden. Okay. And all of a sudden I standed a guy there and it looked very strange. It looked like a a, a picture from from an yeah, Egyptian okay. something like that. And I was ah. standing there and oh! and then I heard first contact. That's all I heard. And then it appeared. I saw gone. Went away. Do you know? That well, that's um I you know, everybody's experiences are a little bit different, a little bit unique, but um they don't show themselves to anybody just to just say, Oh, I like your hair today. Or I like those shoes or whatever. Um, they are introducing themselves typically for a reason. The first reason, maybe the only reason in many cases, is just to let you know that you are connected to them. And then quite often there's a secondary reason which says you're here for a specific reason. And you need to figure out what that reason is and then do whatever it is. Because um, we're coming to, uh, what would I call it, crunch time? Do, do you know, is that bad English, bad German, crunch time? <laughs> um, crunch time is we're coming to a turning point when we have to um, expand. We have to make this shift in consciousness. And they are probably wanting you to uh, like lend a calm word or be comfortable with the idea that they're around and help settle other people and tell other humans they're not bad or they're not, they don't eat people or they I do don't. that already. I do yeah. that already. I talk, uh, talk about it and Very I tell good. people that that's what you said this summer. I, I have the same idea. Very they're good. showing up or uh, don't be scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> uh, stay, stay calm. Yes, I calm, calm. Yes, uh, calm. You know, be, be <laughs> yes. relaxed. <laughs> right. Yeah, I do that already. Yeah, that's good. Keep that up, and they probably are honoring that, saying, "Okay, you know, we hear what you're doing. Um, we are they're, what they're by showing up. They're saying we trust you. We just need to make sure that you trust us." even in a face-to-face -face context, okay? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's very good. There's still a lot of people who are very frightened of the whole ET thing. They're not sure. 
they have doubts um but it's it, a lot it of people has, laugh when you say something about that <laughs> yes um yes and i hear some very very intelligent people who have made some uh very interesting try to make some connections and explain you know the whole et thing and what it really means and now i listen and i think what if what it really means is that they're here you know that's all there is to it <laughs> so yeah they are a long time already here a long time <laughs> yeah long you know time. like yeah. millions of years so um <laughs> yeah there's other factors that i think we need to um discern and um I'm going to say it this way. Um, the fact that you, your first question was maybe going to be about Germany. Um, I, you know, I think that German people have suffered a lot because of what happened in World War II um, and the, the whole Hitler thing. And, um, and there's some people from Germany who have moved on to I'm going to say another level of technology and another level of existence and another level of thinking about the universe and the cosmos. Um, and, and so that I think there may, this is just intuitive. I'm saying this now, there may be something there. The guy who showed up in your garden last week or whenever that was um, may be showing you himself so that you can recognize the difference between him and some of the people out of Germany that you, where it sounds like you come from, um, who might not have the same good intentions or that might have other agendas. We'll put it that way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah. And, and so I think learning to understand your gut level reaction is going to be everything. You know, like, oh, you know, versus, oh, who are you? <laughs> you know, yeah. that's yeah. the big difference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Wow. Nice to meet you. <laughs> so, <laughs> and know that there are some other people working in the same direction. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. I've been saying to people, build those bridges, build those bridges. So, Okay, I'll let you go. Let's see here. Kim, Kim Upshaw, you are, where are you? Hello. Ta-da, there you are. Okay. <laughs> First of all, thank you very much, you, uh, Penny and um, Daphne, for everything you do. It's just oh, you're welcome. phenomenal. <laughs> and uh, okay, so I had a question about breath work. Very good. Because well, yeah. you talk about it a lot. Well, I have difficulty in my muscles with stamina. Okay. I have no, no stamina and my, mu my muscles are strong, but I have no stamina going like up hills or upstairs or my arms, my legs, it's anything and everything. Um, okay. I was told it was because of the lack of oxygen. So I've been trying to do, you know, work, trying to breathe right and all of that. I know I didn't breathe right for probably most of my life. I always up yeah. through my lungs, not my, you know, all that. I'm a, sh yep. I'm, I, I breathe very shallow, I'm a very shallow breather. Okay. And I, I listened to your 
April 19th, I believe, uh, Teen Consciousness, and you were telling somebody about, um, I guess, breath work regarding uh, hot flashes and stuff. Okay. I went into menopause at 36. Oh, wow. And so 31 years later, I'm still in menopause, still taking hormones, (laughs) and I can't get off of them. I've tried to get off of them, and I I have to get right back on them. And my body is nuclear. It's I, I don't have uh, temperatures, but my body is new. I mean, it's hot. So oh, I just okay. don't know what to do to get rid of that. <laughs> I wish I was um, Chinese and knew Chinese medicine because they talk <laughs> in terms of running hot and running cold. Yeah. Um, I've, I've often thought, but I don't know that this is true, that it means that if you're running hot, you have too much electricity and you're shorting out. Um, you know, it's, you're, you're just burning. It's too, too many transactions happening. And they happen so quickly that you don't get the long-term benefits of them. So, mm-hmm. and that's typically when you're too alkaline. But um, like, uh, let me say it this way. Um, there's a number of, of minerals that have to be in the correct balance and amino acids. And, and the major one is going to be iron, because if you don't have enough iron, you won't want to move. You, and you have to have enough calcium or you won't want to move. You have to have enough vitamin D and magnesium if you want to use the calcium. And then for the um, to counter or to balance the iron, you have to have zinc. Um, iron is one of the six majors. Um, the majors being calcium and magnesium, they work as partners. And then sodium and potassium, they work as partners. And then iron and zinc work as partners. Um, so do you know, are you good in terms of anemia? You don't have anemia? No, I'm very healthy, except for the stamina issue and the hot flash. Okay. Yeah. I I don't hardly ever, I, I say that I better knock on wood, but I don't, (laughs) I don't hardly ever uh, get any, any temperatures or anything. I mean, there was, there was one time in, I I remember 2016, because I had just moved from my house, uh, nine days of a low temp, uh, just nine days straight of of a, you know, like a hundred, maybe 101. Um, went to the doctor and they're like, I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> okay. But no, I'm, I'm really healthy. I don't, I, you know, well, being really healthy is one thing, but knowing what your levels of your various vitamins and minerals are, um, that's really, really important. Um, in terms of being able to get off of hormones, um, are they bioidentical? Do you know, or are they synthetic? I don't know. I just take the patch Okay. The transdermal, yeah, patch. That's yeah. probably synthetic, but because um, I don't think they're doing bio, they do bioidenticals differently. Um, but you know, the, how much, um, how often did you? I'm going to say pump iron <laughs> when you were <laughs> younger. Did you do any uh, of that? No, I didn't really do any of that. But I, I was a very uh, the job that I had was yeah. very active. And so I did carry a lot of things, you know, I had to carry PCs and term the old terminals. You remember the old terminals, yes. mainframe terminals and stuff. So I did a lot of that. Cause I, you know, and 
and stringing cable and, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. So it was very active. And okay. So, and are you taking iodine? No, uh, I don't really take anything except D3. Oh, wow. Well, that's not good. You don't, you can't take a single vitamin um, because it depletes all of the things that it works with, which then means there's nothing left for all the other vitamins that might interact with some of those. Mm. Um, so you're not supposed to do a single vitamin. Mm. Um, well, but that's what my gynecologist told me to do. It's to take I know food. they don't really know <laughs> so, uh, yeah. about nutrition. Um, <laughs> so I, you know, a couple things, um, your thyroid obviously needs some support. That's going to be B2, B3, and iodine in major amounts, major. Um, and then full-spectrum aminos, that's at least one good amino capsule every day. And a full multiple vitamin, a multiple mineral. And in that order, first the aminos, and then the minerals, and then the vitamins. So um, the other, um, it takes a long time to restore your gut. If your thyroid isn't working, that usually is a red flag. That's, you will be tired, you'll be fatigued, you won't sleep very well, you don't breathe very deeply, you're not interested in sex, your hair gets thin, all sorts of, of what I'll call procrastination types of attitudes take over, all that is the thyroid. And so you have to, um, you have to restore the gut, the microbiome. Um, I was just talking to my daughter this morning and she's like, well, I'm going to do this. And I said, well, first you really should do a parasite program and then you should get rid of heavy metals. And then you can think about some detox and then you can start doing that, the, you know, the restoration. If you restore your gut or try to restore it and you haven't dealt with parasites, man, you're going to have the healthiest parasites in the whole population. Um, <laughs> if you don't, you, you have to do things in order. Um, but really and truly, it's important to do, um, to have some small weights, to do some sit-ups, to do some push-ups, and to get on your treadmill or a treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, muscles are, they're good. They don't ache, but they don't have any stamina if you don't use them. So. Well, I, yeah, I do. I do use them. I exercise. Very uh, good. Okay. But I can't. I can only go so far before they they're done. Yeah, and part of that is because um, the thyroid. You know, if you're taking hormones um, to keep things going and keep it working well, uh, it helps a lot. Oh my God! You know, I've seen people who couldn't get out of bed um, until they started taking hormones. I would say two things. One, be really, really, really glad that there are rescue things like hormones available because none of us is perfect and we need help sometimes. And that's just the bottom line. And you can't, you know, be doing this, snubbing your nose at conventional medicine. It all works together. Um, and so if you want to rebuild, you start with removing parasites and then you remove heavy metals and then you rebuild the gut and do some detox and then you start vitamins and minerals. 
most people start with the vitamins and minerals and, yeah. and then say, well, it didn't work very well. It didn't do anything. It's like, well, yeah. What if the blood work um, doesn't show anything regarding the thyroid or. You know, yeah, but that, well, you know, here I just said how wonderful conventional medicine is, but they're really, um, if you fall within their narrow confines of okay. what they call normal, right. um, it might not be enough for you. It might not be, you know, enough thyroxine or you know, whatever. Um, everybody uses a different amount. So, and, you know, the recommended daily allowance of iodine is 125 micrograms. I take a thousand times that. <laughs> it's just right for me. So, um, your so thyroid. It's not about breath work, then. <laughs> yeah, well, breath work, I mean, that will help. But, you know, there's a lot, there's so much, there's so mm -hmm. many factors. Um, you know, it's almost something that you can't hardly deal. It's, we're always all of us looking for what's the one thing I need to do to fix yeah. this. And it's not one thing. It's a whole bunch. It's a different way of being that builds a new body. And we're overwhelmed by that. And rightly so. <laughs> it took me like five years just to um, get to the point where I thought, okay, I can start to rebuild. Um, and then it took another five years of actually working at it. Um, and then, you know, it wasn't, wasn't until probably, I'm going to say I was 45 when I started. Um, and then finally, at, at by the time I was 65, so what is that, 20 years? By the mm -hmm. time I was 65, I thought, I got to figure it out for me, just for me. I've developed my own sets of exercises, my own breath work, you know, my own array of nutrients, cut back on how much food I was eating a lot, cut out a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah. So if I read you, if I continue reading, let's just say you're getting well naturally, that should help. Okay. Yeah, it'll, 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 how can I say it? It'll show you how much you need to do in order to be healthy. Okay. <laughs> so, you I know, do <laughs> don't be discouraged. Yeah. Thank okay. you very much. Yeah. It becomes a way of life. And, um, you know, I, we had Mother's Day this weekend and I had all kinds of people here um, and we ate all weekend um, and I didn't feel good. We eat too much and it's all yeah. the wrong stuff. You know, yeah. I could live on fruit and vegetables, a few. I, I only need a few. So I'm growing my own vegetables this year. So I, yeah. I have them. I have a greenhouse and I have earth boxes. And so I've got them all in earth boxes. Oh, so, wow. Very nice. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I was just out in the greenhouse this morning thinking, oh my God, how am I going to find time to do this? <laughs> so they, they are, take a lot of work. I know. Yes, they do. It's my first year. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a full part-time job. <laughs> yes it is <laughs> yeah okay all right yeah yeah read getting well and see what what you think okay then come back with other questions all right <laughs> um okay let's see oh next is kimberly montgomery let's see where are you oh i see you okay 
Hi, Timmy. Thank you for all you do. Oh, you're welcome. My yeah. pleasure. <laughs> I live in an apartment in, and I'm on city water. For those of us who that's the situation, yeah. is there any water we can buy or a filter we can buy or something we can do to the water to make it a better, high-quality, yeah. healthful water? Yeah, you can. There's lots of options that will help. Um, so there's pitchers that you can buy that you pour water in and it filters all kinds of stuff out. You can put, um, oh, what is that called? The reverse osmosis unit under your sink and that filters out all kinds of stuff. Um, if you go to the store and you buy distilled water, you have to add minerals back into that. So I tell people add concentrate minerals. It's so tasteless. Um, and, um, and I also add um, peppermint oil, you know, one drop in a quart of water. <laughs> um, and, and then I have, you can see these little vials, little, um, this, this is plasma. Plasma in these little vials. Um, you put water in the jar, and in twenty in ten minutes, actually, um, it has changed the um, structure of the water that comes from my well. Um, or I have reverse osmosis water that I get and haul here, um, and so it's there's a lot of there's different options. Um, you can buy mineral water. Some of the mineral waters out there are pretty good. Um, a little expensive. The only reason I don't like those is that it generates so much trash. Um, and you end up throwing away a ton of plastic bottles. I, when I shop, I'm shopping to see what can I get that doesn't come in a container. That doesn't come in a bottle or a jar or a can so that I don't have that waste. And I have a, a waste basket in my kitchen. It takes me two weeks to fill that waste basket because um, I, I don't have hardly any trash. But when I buy bottled water, which I just did again recently, um, it just, you know, because I'm, my gut says you need to get some of that. I'm like, but, 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 but. You need to get some of that. Okay, fine. Um, so, um, you know, maybe I need extra water on hand. I have a well, <laughs> but um, there's, if you are in the city, probably your biggest thing is going to be chlorine and fluoride. Um, wow, if you're taking fluoride in, um, your thinking will be off, your thyroid will be off, your pituitary will struggle. Um, your female organs will have difficulty, um, fatigue. Oh, duh, I can't even begin to say all the things that fluoride does. And the least, the, the one thing it doesn't do is protect your teeth. So uh, that's a fallacy. Um, and it's had some very successful marketing for 60 years, 70 years that I know of. So... Um, so try any of those. Um, there's a gal I was going to call her and say, Heather, um, why don't you make those little plasma things available for people because it changes the structure of water. Um, and once you start drinking plasma water, um, 
wow, you know, some some changes started occurring in me that I I thought were very subtle, and then all of a sudden, like, whoa, <laughs> okay, I guess I have to deal with this. It gives your body enough energy to release things like um, Jason was talking about the um, the lead or other toxins, it gives the body, if you've got a buried infection somewhere, it gives the body enough umpa to be able to let go of that infection and heal. So the body sometimes just um, shuts something down and walls it off or covers it up or keeps it in under control, but doesn't have enough energy to heal it. And so plasma water um, like this does that. Um, so, you know, there's options. There's lots of options. Okay. Thank you, Penny. Yeah. All right. Good for you. Water, you're 70, 80% water. <laughs> so, um, okay. Let's see. Lou Ann, you are next. There you are. Hello. Hola. <laughs> Hola. <laughs> uh, um, first, I wanted to. Um, I posted on the, the chat, I, I got three things about how to deal with the shot. You know, I've been very concerned about that. Yeah. And I posted, Cliffy came up with an article about cannabis. Maybe you saw that. I didn't see it, but I heard. I saw one of the headlines and thought, oh, it's starting to come out. Yeah. Uh, little by little. Um, you know, the, the actual flu thing it's not a problem, but the fix it, yeah. the flu yeah. is a big problem. Well, so. this is supposed to counteract the, the now, Judy Mikovits talks about sermon. Yeah. Um, as, as, and then there's a lot of other protocols uh, that uh, Christine Northup shared. So I actually posted all there. It made me feel good. I'm going to pack a big box and send it out to my daughter. <laughs> yeah. But okay. uh, I don't know yet uh, what kind of dosage that the sermon, because you have to be careful of the dosage, because over time it has yeah. been problematic because not the right dosage. But it's really, really heartening for me to know I have something I can actually contribute to make sure uh, yeah. I keep an eye on my daughter's health. Right. For those who don't know, she took the jab. So <laughs> she's only 30. So, yeah. and she's uh, doing okay right now, right? So far, I don't know. She didn't, she only texts me happy Mother's Day. Maybe she doesn't want to talk to me yet. <laughs> <laughs> she's probably like, Mom, you'll break down again. No, I'm cool. I'm cool. But uh, so I'm hopeful to, I'm going to hopefully call, talk to her actually right after this call. And I have all okay, very in. good. So, but I did want to ask last, I think I talked when last one of the teams, when you're talking about rescheduling some more consciousness classes. I was hoping to get a message in the email box. I did not. So I'm wondering, I'm still only on number one, which I took when we first started this, what, years okay. ago? Yeah. So I want to start to add to my consciousness record for yeah. So when are you doing the next ones? And can I make sure I'm on that? Well, you know, my whole life has changed here um, okay. and it continues to change. So I was not going to teach again until the fall. But I think um, just yesterday, I was like, no. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to set up another another intuition two class and a three. Yay! Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to move forward. It's so, you know, I was trying to write. There's only so many hours in a day. I've tried giving up sleep. That doesn't work. I tried giving up food. That doesn't work. I absolutely refuse to give up my exercise. Um, and so 
and I love my people. <laughs> so, um, so there's, you know, there's, uh, I'm, I think there's an opportunity coming up here in June, toward the end of June, and maybe in July again, um, at least not twice a month, but at least once a month. So I'll do two and then I'll do three. Um, and then in the fall, maybe go back to a full schedule. So, yeah. So hang in there. Okay. And whatever those classes show up, Daphne, if you can make sure I'm girlfriend, <laughs> if you can make yeah. sure I get on the list. <laughs> You're on I'd the be list. really grateful. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think the people who have taken one and two and are or taking one and are waiting for two or taking two and waiting for three, get the first notice. Um, and then what, if there's spots left over, it goes on to Patreon, you know, Hey, and maybe because I took the class in 2000. What did I take that to? It was December, 2018, 19, January. I'm going to say it was right before the COVID thing, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Way before. Way yeah. before. It's a, uh, Winter of 2019, I actually paid for it in September, remember? Right. And then you didn't have it quite lined up yet. And yep. so when you did and I got on board, and maybe I'm not on the list because I was one of the first people at the very beginning, maybe oh, I'm not okay. on the list. All right. That's what I'm thought. I'm like, oh, maybe that's why, because it's been so long. Okay. All right. Um, no, that's because there hasn't been any news going out. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll make sure you're on the list. In fact, I appreciate uh, it. Let me just make a little note. Here. I took it out. I've uh, taken note of it, Penny, but we oh, do send it. We tried to clean up also the old, the participants who took it in 2018, 2019, oh. but it wasn't so clear. Um, but well, we'll put you on the list. So don't worry. Okay, okay. Dr. Smokey. Thank you so much. Appreciate <laughs> you all you. very much. Okay. All right. Good luck with your daughter. Yeah. Keep the mom thing, you know, kind of quiet. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I've actually backed off. I sent her information and I just didn't say any words after that. Let her read it. And then I realized yep. also energetically, I, in order for help keep her vibration up, because she doesn't have a problem with it. It's me who has the problem with it. I know. You know? And she is a diver. So, uh, mind you, that could be good or bad, depending on what comes off the body. Okay. But she's got lots of vitamin D. She does get a lot of stuff. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, All right. Trust. Trust. I, that's what I'm learning to have to back <laughs> off and allow. <laughs> yeah, I know. We just had an, a, a little event with one of my daughters. And I can say trust, trust. But it was like, wow. When it was my turn to be the mother, I was like, ah, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't sleep. You know, I couldn't think of anything else. I was just like, oh, my God, what's happening over there? And we couldn't get into the hospital, nothing. So oh, it was rough. Yeah. yeah. Keep my fingers crossed. Yeah. Okay. Good Thank for you. you. So <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. M. Who's M? Okay, M, you're next. And after M is Maggie, and then Melinda, and then <coughs> Pie Cook, Pie Cook, PA. Hi, Penny. So <laughs> M is from M is for Margaret. Oh, Margaret. Uh, Hi, Margaret. I had it in there from a different Zoom. So okay, okay. <laughs> so, right. um, well, I had a question. Uh, it was a real simple question about when you lose something. I mean, or sort of misplace something. Right. I've been looking for something. And um, I really didn't want to find it originally, but now I want to find it. So do you have any? Um, 
Any ideas? Oh, we lost you. Well, assuming that you can still hear me, even though I can't hear you, um, I'm going to say uh, what, what I do. Okay. So um, first of all, I give myself directions to find it accidentally on purpose. And then I, um, I go looking, maybe, but I'm not really looking as much as I'm looking at the entire space that I'm in. And I'm asking myself, what's out of order here? What needs to be reorganized? And then I start picking stuff up and putting it away. And 99.9% .9 of the time, the object, whatever it is, is underneath something that I pick up and decide to put away. There have been a few cases where, a few experiences for me, where under great stress, I lost something and didn't find it for a year um, and found it accidentally when I was going to get rid of an old purse and found it in the purse and thought, I have no idea how that got in there. The other thing was a set of keys to the whole place. Um, and some body or something um, put those shoes or put those keys in the toe of one of my shoes in the very back of my closet. And, and when I found them, it was like, what are those keys doing there? Um, so almost always, and, and there was a message for me there. Um, when the keys to the place are located in your walking shoes, it's time to walk, okay, in terms of that place. And, um, and so the message when you can't find something is, number one, it's time to get organized, Number two, it's time to um, re-see the space you're in. And number three, it's just to trust that in the process of just fiddling, putting stuff away, you're going to run across whatever it is. Um, so those two exceptions are the two exceptions for, you know, I typically don't lose very much, but um, once in a while, something disappears. And my kids do call and say, I can't find this. I can't I need it. I need it. What do you, can you find it for me? And so I'll just kind of drop down and tune in and I'll notice it's on a hard surface or it's in a soft pocket, dark place. Um, it's not a purse. doesn't feel like leather. It doesn't, you know, so I'm playing with my own intuition abilities, um, you know, and I'm not trying to name the place. You don't try to do that with intuition. You try to get as much information around that lost object as you can. Is there a smell? Do you hear something? Is it, you know, sitting on top of the TV or the radio where you never look? Um, and you just set it there as you walked by. Um, is it in the kitchen and you can smell something cooking? Um, you know, a soft pocket, that kind of thing. So, or once in a while, I'll be like, you know, then um, you need to go for a walk. Just go for a walk. And it's in the coat pocket, um, that kind of thing. So, 
Um, I always have fun with those exercises. I, I think they're good for us. Um, but that's what I do. Even though sometimes I get a little stressed out. <laughs> it's like, okay, damn it. Where is it? I've had enough. I don't have time for this. And then up, you know, up it comes. So, okay. Good luck with that. Um, you'll get the, the, um, uh, recording Maggie. So don't worry. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, okay. Melinda, Maggie, uh, let's see. Melinda, where are you, Melinda? I saw you before. Oh, I was going to be next. Oh, there's two. I was going to say, I'm not next. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hi, Maggie. <laughs> Hi, Penny. How are you? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I sometimes call Margaret Maggie. Oh, no problem. Okay. Okay. I just, um, I've been uh, rereading um, robes and um, trying to uh, look at the, the moment of time where the robes are describing where we're at. Um, and I just, uh, I was wondering, I, I'm going to read this short passage and just wanted to see if there's any more um, clarification about uh, the okay. information uh, that could, uh, now that we know exactly what we're dealing with, I think, I think it may be helpful for everybody. Okay. Um, All right. So uh, they're talking about, you know, the time will come when your children will be so ill and your old people so sick and uh, generated that, that those in the middle years will have great difficulty carrying on. Uh, there's a mention, uh, you know, nursing fever children. So one of the questions is why children? Because right now we're not seeing any issues with, with children um, unless they proceed with certain things but you know hopefully the parents know better um and then the government will try to pass laws that will provide care for everyone um but this will be one of those cursed if you do and cursed if you don't situations as as the laws are passed it will bankrupt the remains of the um, bank accounts much faster and bring about a quicker end yeah. as they will not have anticipated the seriousness of the decline in overall health among their people. Later, they will complicate things even more by trying to pass laws demanding optimum health levels of health. Um, am I, are they talking about the V passes maybe? I'm not sure. Um, how to achieve this and then need to prove that you have good health before you can enter public and even some private places. But health is not something that you can be decreed from outside the self. Health is a way of life and a hurried attempt to legislate health would be useless. Now, it seems like it's a nexus in time uh, because they're saying if these laws are passed, they will seriously restrict, restrict freedom of choice and movement. Both business and government will be adversely affected. If they are not passed, things will carry on with an aura of normality for a bit longer, but eventually your people will become so unwell, so pressed for a sense of calm, energy, and secure well-being that they will no longer pay attention to the rituals of government. So in that, uh, the question would be, um, um, is there a way that we can focus our energy so that we, you know, being at this nexus, um, that we uh, do not go into the restricted um, okay. restrictions, you know, and because that's yeah. something we haven't really talked about. And I would really like to, uh, you know, do everything that I can from my from my end to to help that we, you know, have an easier path well, forward. 
Okay, let me say a couple of things. Um, when I was talking with the robes, there were actually two points in time, what you call two nexuses. <laughs> One was before the Obama bill was passed, Obamacare. Um, they oh, felt that that was a major mistake because it didn't address the degeneration that was happening in the entire population. And some of that degeneration was lack of nutrients. Some of it was factory food. Some of it was no minerals. Some of it was the inability of those people who had taken up Roundup to be able to utilize minerals, which are used to build the body. And then the vitamins are the chemistry that make it work. Um, and so the Obamacare was the first major mistake that said, you know, the, you guys, you, you're trying to just provide a panacea for all the um, things that aren't working. You're not dealing with the root of the issue. And then that, so that kicked the can down the road a little bit and then came to the time we're in right now. Um, and, and will be in for maybe the next five years, um, in which the, um, there was just a hope. <laughs> the degeneration um, was increasing at a terrible pace. Um, children, the ones who didn't, um, let me say it this way, a lot of women had miscarriages, a lot. Um, there was a point um, further down the road where anybody who could have a baby was absolutely treasured, who could carry that baby full term because nobody was carrying anything full term. Um, and those children who did go full term were not healthy. Uh, and so people were like, I'm not going to have any more babies. They're not, I can't spend my whole day nursing this child. This child is, it's not working. And so it was, it was hard to see that. Um, it was really rough. The, one of the things that came along with this period in time was the whole um, health. You had to have papers to show that you were healthy or you couldn't get in anywhere. Um, and that just ended up, that actually helped to bring down the cabal because they, um, they need us. Okay. They need us. They need the fact that we need all their stuff um, that they sell in those big corporations. And so they end up taking themselves out. Um, but they, they, I don't know, they just don't see it. They don't get it. Um, they don't understand how weak they've become, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, all that's percolating along. We're degenerating. The old people were... Um, really struggling because nobody was taking care of the old folks. Nobody was taking care of the young people either, meaning the 14, 15, 18, 19. They need guidance. They need friends. They need models of, you know, modeling ethics and values and um, a sense of humor and the right tone of voice and choice of words to interact properly. And all they were doing was interacting with um, you know, with these little things. I thought they were interacting with their wristwatch. It was a computer. Um, so we didn't quite have computers back then like we have them now. Um, and, you know, there was, everything was different. 
Um, so it wasn't until people started grouping together around like a farm kind of thing. People built around a farm in order to guarantee themselves food. And um, the people who could cook or make things were absolutely treasured. Um, and, and so it was a whole different reorganization of the society. Um, and gradually we built after two or three more generations, those who survived started um, rebuilding enough to be able to have children who were thriving, you know, okay. who were in, had intelligence. So it sounds like it was really the, the health restrictions or the health passes uh, that seemed to really break the... Uh, yeah, right. The yeah, the, the combination of the fact that the, um, the food was so bad and the, um, there were so many toxins in the world and, um, and people were not eating the food that was grown naturally. They were eating a lot of factory food, which doesn't have anything in it. Um, and that just, wow, um, that began to snowball um, right, I'm going to say right around 2010, 2015, and by 2025 it was like, oh my God. Um, so we're right in that now. Um, and they're, they've got this whole plan. They, you know, we're in what I would call the early stages of fascism. Um, and so that's, that just, really does a number when a society, when a whole civilization is going to reorganize from capitalism to fascism. Um, there's a lot of disruption there, huge amount of disruption. And the globalists are not able to keep their supply lines going. That was another thing I saw. I was like, oh, never dawned on me until I saw that, um, how vulnerable each country was and couldn't get what they needed if nobody would ship to them. Oh no, we're sanctioning you. You're a bad boy. You know, like, oh my gosh. Um, so people were starving in a lot of places. Um, the people who said, I'm I'm gonna take care of myself, I don't care what happens in the world, they actually did the best and were the people who were able to anchor others well enough till uh, there was war, there was a lot of war after 2025. Um, it was really not a pretty place. So um, I keep hoping that we can avoid some of that. I never in my wildest dreams thought we would get to having to have paperwork in order to get into a store or a restaurant. And here we are. Um, mm -hmm. And I just read that New Zealand passed a law that they are mandating vaccines. And if you don't take that vaccine, then you go to jail and you have a $4,000 fine. So we're not going in the right direction. Um, and I don't know, I'm hoping there's a plan. Somebody's got a plan, you know, cripes, I've got a better plan than what I see happening out there. And, and what I have is not nothing compared to bad English. <laughs> so, um, you know, compared to what I see happening out there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank Look you, Penny. Forward, yes. Take responsibility for yourself. Yeah. That take care of yourself first is a pretty broad statement. Um, 
and do what you have to do. Um, there were a lot of people who were afraid to do anything for fear they would um, lose out financially or they would lose out, uh, lose their house or whatever. Actually, what I saw was that there was so much chaos. Nobody had time to go chasing after somebody who didn't pay their bills and hadn't paid their mortgage. And so we're not there yet. And I'm not advocating that kind of chaos, but I was like, oh, wow. Um, yeah, no, I, I think well, that's where we're, we're preparing for just working for ourselves and homeschooling okay. if we need yeah. to. And yeah, so it's, that's, that's not an issue. I was just more trying to identify. I just thought it was like a very interesting nexus point in time. And I tried to identify, are we just past it or we're right at a precipice we're right there? Um, because yeah, because I'm trying to just navigate um, and yeah, no, no fear. It's just uh, trying to understand, you know, with this news perspective, now that we're here, you know, 20 years late after you, you wrote it, right. uh, I was wondering, yeah, if there's a little bit more clarity and I appreciate it. I think it has clarified quite a lot. So okay. thank you. Thank you. All James. right. I don't think it was very cheering, but um, sometimes we need to hear the truth in uh, where we're headed. If we want to go anywhere different. Yeah, we can't exactly. just keep going where we're headed. So yeah, yeah. Good. Okay, you. all right. You're welcome. Uh, let's see. Okay, now Melinda. Uh, where, Thank there you. She is. Yeah. yeah. Hi. Uh, great question, Maggie. Thank you so much. And Penny, how are you feeling? How's the salivary gland? Is it better? Much better. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah, good. Good. The whole regime was very effective in the heat that just finished it off so fantastic glad to hear it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh i would say about the fascism uh they always said the sneaky way to get fascism into a society is via liberalism oh well that's, that's not happening here <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and my other comment is heirloom seeds get them all you can oh yes oh my gosh Every, yeah. every year, I just buy more and more and more different varieties for different climates. We never know where we're going to end up. But yeah, that's and true. they're not making it easy to get to them. <laughs> no, they're not. Um, yeah. And the um, seed exchange in Iowa, I think some of their stuff was sold out early this year. So, mm -hmm. I, and, you know, this year for us, we're still trying to get out of the 40s and into the 50s in terms of temperature. And it's May. It's, um, it's like, okay, summer coming. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I, I guess I, 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 I won't say I have to get up like at 5 a.m. to do anything outside because we're already hitting 90s. So I'll, uh, I'd like something in the middle between your 40s and my, my temp. So that would be oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I think today we're going to get to 53. We're supposed to. Yay. Yeah. Well, my my question is actually um, to ask you, uh, because I, I also operate along the lines of if people don't ask, don't tell. Um, yeah. I'm aware of it. They're not going to get it. It's not going to absorb. It's not going to be received well, et cetera, et cetera. So my question to you is because I, I, I want to know that which I am unaware of, that, that which we're conscious of impacts us the most. We don't even know it's there. So my question to you is, what would you say to me um, that I'm not asking or don't know? Because I, I, this is how I will learn. So is, is there, you know, last time when I finally asked a personal question, you said, 
I've been hoping you'd ask and, you know, go, go towards self-employment and we're working remotely. I'm yeah. actively working on that. Um, so thank you. But is there anything else that you would say at this point that, that, um, you know, I think, um, I think probably the thing that I would say to people is because we're marching toward war and we still have some time, um, it's really important to have backup systems in terms of heat, cooling, water, food, um, herbs, etc., and connections with people. So that the if if we lose electricity, even temporarily, or we just lose internet, um, we are dead in the water. Go nowhere, do nothing. People will just you know, like, oh my God, what will I do with myself? You know, my reaction would be, woohoo, I can spend a day in the greenhouse. <laughs> but, um, you know, not everybody's got a greenhouse, um, et cetera. There's, I'm always behind. I could catch up with some things. But electricity, what's the plan for backup electricity? Or spun, um, what do you call that? Intermittent electricity. Do you have a generator? Um, do you know how to work it? Does it need fuel? Do you have to plug it in to get it started? Um, da, 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 da. Um, so that's one thing. Um, you know, do you have stamps and envelopes, old fashioned mailing stuff, if you need to send something to somebody? Um, if you do, you have a little bit of stock? Do you have a pantry that, you know, got some stock in it? Um, including stuff that you could trade, whatever that might be, um, whatever you have extra of, um, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I'm not one for guns and ammunition and things like that, but I love guns and ammunition. I just don't own any. Um, do you know how to use a gun? I know how to use one, I, you know, and I know how to use a knife. Um, can you get food? from the field to the table and all through all the stages that it goes through. Um, maybe you should take a class in something, etc. those kinds of things. Um, have you bothered to say hello to your neighbors? Are they terrible neighbors? If they're terrible neighbors, do you need to sell your house and move somewhere so that you can find better neighbors or hook up with people that have similar thinking? You know, I'm at this point of, of thinking, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna build a neighborhood of houses that people of like mind can come and, you know, and I won't have to be the only one taking care of the greenhouse. <laughs> you know, that kind I'm of in. thing. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm in. Yeah. laughs> okay. No, um, that, 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 yeah, that's that's exactly what um, what I'd like to see is, is getting into a neighborhood or, you know, um, yeah community of like-minded people where we all have different skill sets. And I started preparing for what you were talking about over 10 years ago. Yeah. And a lot of what I got is geared to last 20, 30 years. So right. that's good. Um, and things, yeah. you know, my parents are always saying, you know, get rid of all this stuff. It's like, no, one day I'm going to need this for trade and barter. Uh, when I used to live in Seattle, I was the one who always entertained. So I moved down here and I have a pantry full of booze that, they're like, get rid of it. It's like, no, you, people will do anything for an ounce of, you know, a good right. gin 
something down the road. So I'm always thinking about what would what could be broken down to smaller units for trade, right? Uh, and and things like that. But for for me, it's it's um, being in a neighborhood, and I I joined the HOA board to get to know my neighbors and to know who's you know what's their thinking and and. Um, especially on our street, we really help each other out uh, with things. And so I think that's important to look at, but I'd much rather be in a Penny Kelly community somewhere. And my my fear being in Arizona is um, if power goes out in the summer, uh, I'm going to have to be out there with a shovel uh, uh, digging, you know, how how many feet down to to get my animals to someplace where it's cool because they're the ones I worry about. Yeah. For me, it'll be a, so, unpleasant hot sun experience, but you know, the, the critters can't handle that. So yeah, so it's that, that is my big concern and getting yep. to a different climate that wouldn't dream. I'd rather be cold than too hot. You can always pile another blanket on or build a that fire. Is true. Yeah. And if you don't have a mosquito netting and you have to sleep in a hot house, you probably won't sleep very much. <laughs> you, no. know, yeah. you know, it was mosquito netting. You could sleep out in the yard. Um, you know, just I, I, I have all of the above, yeah, yeah, and camping stuff. And fortunately, right. with the martial arts background, I'm heavily trained in knives, yeah, years. And okay. my dad was taking me hunting so, when I was four. So, adding to all of that, that's all prep stuff, being ready mm-hmm. in case there's because we're headed into a rough patch here. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's the okay, what are we building? What are we? where are we going what what is it we want to create um you know how do we think about that do you have people that can contribute ideas have tools have skills um etc that and and what are you going to do with those um you know do you have like i was just talking with somebody and said do you you know the, the clairvoyance is not the goal and clairaudience and out-of-body stuff. Those aren't the goals. Those are the tools. Direct knowing. Yeah. You want the tools to be able to know what you need to know or to be able to pick up information or to be able to get ideas when you're out of ideas. That's Those are your tools. So, um, you know, that kind of thing, understanding how some of those things work. Um I don't know. I wouldn't advise anybody to go out and buy lumber right now, but anytime <laughs> you get a chance to get some extra lumber, very handy, those kinds mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all that. The, the only thing that we really can be ready for is it either goes beautifully or it doesn't. And we were struggling. So, Yeah. And, and we don't know. We're the ones creating, but we're not the only ones creating. And right now, a lot of people are busy tearing down. So I think we're going to see a predominance of tearing down before we see people saying, you know, I'm going someplace where I can build something. Um, this, uh, that, uh, da, 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 da. I, I want to see. And that's when it starts. I want to see. I want this. I don't want that. Um, so you begin to identify what's important to you and that's so critical. So, yeah, books, reference books, you need good reference books. Um, you know, what do you do with a sick cow or what do you do with a cow that can't deliver or gets milk fever? 
Yeah. Yeah, I've been stocking up on herbal remedy books, traditional Chinese medicine, energy work, um, yeah. animal husbandry, um, even places, uh, you know, big book on where to live and the benefits and detractors to the different geographical areas yeah. in the U.S. and neighboring countries. So, yeah. Right. Do you need a second passport? Books will be important. I'm sorry, what was that? Do you need a second passport um, to be able to leave the country if something, what if uh, Yellowstone blows up? There goes half our country right there. Boom. (laughs) Uninhabitable. So uh, what are the options? And, you know, let's say Yellowstone blows up and we have to get on the boat and go somewhere. What if you can't get on the boat because you haven't been taking the jab? (laughs) It's like, oh, no. Um, So there's there's things to think about. This is Mm -hmm. a time for quiet thinking. We don't like to do that, but it's really important to do that before you get all frightened, because as soon as you click into fight or flight, you don't have access to your cortex. All you have is access to your habitual reactions. It's, it's really, it's sad. So don't wait until you get upset or get frightened or get angry, etc. That's not the time for clarity. No, no, thanks. Everything you're out in the robes is stuff I've been feeling my whole life. So it's yeah. nice to know. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Yeah, you're doing pretty well. Your role is probably going to be trying to help others that didn't prepare. So, okay. Pi, you're next. Pi, is it Pi or P-A? It's Pi. Pi <laughs> Cook, who gave you that name? I love it. <laughs> I know. Pi was my nickname as a little girl, and then I married Very a cook, good. so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I'm so happy to talk to you. Um, Okay. When I was just about to turn 60 a couple of years ago, I got it in my head. I wanted to do plant medicine. And so I went to Costa Rica and I did ayahuasca. Um, I actually went twice and did it like eight times. Wow. And it was amazing. But I just wanted to talk about one of this, one of the experiences Um, oh, oh, one thing was that the medicine told me grow food, grow food, grow food. And I was like, oh, Penny would love this. Yeah, (laughs) you're right. (laughs) Yeah. And so I am, but, um, one of the, one of the nights, um, I, my intention was to connect with mother Gaia and I wanted to learn from her. And so. I took the medicine and I laid down and sure enough, she appeared this beautiful being with crystals all around her. And oh, I have goosebumps. These, I know. <laughs> these, oh, I know. It was so incredible. And all and these yeah. little children were like floating um, past her and yeah. she was like beckoning me to come with her. Oh, and I thought to myself, I don't know how I don't, no, like, I don't know how to get out of my body to go. And so then I hear a voice that says, um, she can't go with you. She's not vibrating at a high enough level. And with that mother guy had disappeared and I started shaking, you know, uncontrollably, which I did every night of, 
of those um, ceremonies. And I still do now, like two and a half years later. So my question is, how do I get out of my body? And I'm wondering if the things that I've heard you talk about with like the newspaper thing, yeah, the newspaper and (laughs) is that like the exercise I should be doing? Well, that's my exercise that worked for me. It works almost all the time. But let me say this, you can practice um, go sit down somewhere uh, in your living room, sit in a chair and put your attention out in the garden or in the forest or in town and walk down the street. Um, oh, hang on a second. This call I've been waiting for for four days has just come in. It's oh, like, no. ah. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for the electrical <laughs> inspector. Um Anyway, the, um, the, the thing you want to do is practice seeing, hearing, feeling, smelling, moving in an environment that you're kind of familiar with. Um, so walk around town or walk around your garden or walk around your basement or your garage or whatever, someplace that your body is not. And just allow yourself to imagine that you're there. So you get a feel for what it's like to see, hear, smell. I mean, it's very similar to when you're in the body. Um, so it, and then uh, I don't really know if I can say how you get out of the body. You just keep practicing mm-hmm. it until you get it. When it happens spontaneously, the first reaction you're going to have is, ah, where's my body? And you end up snapping back into it. Um, and there's this, Oh, oh my gosh. Um, and you don't even come into it. Sometimes you can come into it upside down, meaning your face is out the back and your, you know, the back of your head is on, on your face or you're in crooked. One leg is, is in the wrong leg and the other leg is hanging out in the air. There's all sorts of what I'm going to call weird uh, perceptual feelings. You'll know you're not perfectly lined up with the body. Um, and, and so you just keep practicing that. And one of my tricks was to, um, imagine that I was going flying, slide out, um, and then discovering that, oh my, I'm out or finding myself out of the body and then training myself. And this did take some training. Okay. Just quiet. Don't make a sign. Don't move. <laughs> Just be right where you happen to find yourself. In other words, don't get excited. Oh, I'm out of the body because you'll end up going right back to it. Um, and so okay. it, it generally takes, I'm going to say, three to four months um, to practice getting out. And you really have to practice regularly. Um, some people say it helps if you go to the same spot every day. I found that that was not necessary for me. Um, you know, it just, and then the idea of, of, well, I think I'm out, but it's all black. I can't see anything. Um, I need to get moving. And that was the, whoops, (laughs) the newspaper that I crumpled up and I could hear the crackling of the paper. And then when I threw it and went to pick it up, then I realized, oh, I'm out. I'm out. And then you can often look back at your body and see it sitting there. Um, And sometimes you don't even want to bother doing that. 
Um, you just go wherever you were intending to go. You do have to have some, uh, I'm going to say, reason. It, it, it Typically, you have to have a good reason for getting out of the body. Something you want to see, something you need to experience. Um, in the early days, I found myself just, out a lot yeah. just checking on my mom and dad. You know, they were still here at that time. Mm. So, um, you know, things like that. So if I wanted, if my idea was I wanted to go check on my garden. Yeah. And it was nighttime. I could yeah. be laying in bed, but I can start envisioning actually like walking through and looking at the right. plants and checking things. Right. Okay. okay. So the other mm -hmm. thing I would say would be to begin giving yourself instructions every single night before you go to sleep. I remember my dreams. I am lucid in my dreams. And train yourself to begin waking up within the dream because then you are out of the body. You'll know that, oh, my body's mm -hmm. over there sleeping and I'm wherever you happen to wake up. And to stay calm within that, that is also an excellent, excellent way. Okay? And mm -hmm. for most of us, because we're busy during the day, I've come around to feeling, you know, over the last few years that it's actually better to, to do it at night, to try to get out of the body at night because you're naturally out of the body every single night. So, mm -hmm. you know, those are two options to practice or two ways of practicing. Okay. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. That's a real handy skill. Keep going with that. Okay. I will. Thanks yeah. so much. All right. Uh, so, Walt. Hi, Walt. You're next. Hi, Penny. So glad to have uh, you and Daphne uh, do what you do. It's such a gift to Thank the you. world. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, like last month, I've got um, a little bit I wrote here to try to make sure I set this upright for the questions. So. Okay, go ahead. We refer to all of us meat sacks or containers here as earthlings. But if I understand you correctly, there are many off-world races represented inhabiting these avatars. If the varied races are at war or at least don't get along very well in the cosmos, how could they ever do so in this place? Especially when some are actively working with the bad guys to undermine and control the rest of us. We don't know who the hell we each and all are here. Um, and from your descriptions, there's quite a lot of fighting. Yeah, I think that I just repeated that. Um, okay. and, and this is among the people who do know who the hell they are. So in addition, we are, we are so short-lived. How can we compete with any kind of collective memory with those who live so much longer? We generally live long enough to begin to gain wisdom here before we pass, but the world as presently constructed uh, largely tosses the elderly aside because they're not quote unquote productive. No. So the real question is in short, how do we unite and collaborate our way into a new paradigm on uh, the earth and in this realm? Yeah. Okay. So I've been thinking a lot about that. It's come up. Um, <laughs> one of the questions that I have is something that you kind of hinted at in your 
what you wrote there. It's like if these people that are so evolved are fighting, what hope is there for us? Um, <laughs> but it comes down to in the universe of beings, there are beings who are based in love and um, spiritual awakening and the development of power and peace and working with the light, etc. And then there are beings who are very much, um, they're very distorted, they're needy, they are only interested in power and control. Some of them are psychopathic. Um, they like to see things suffer. They like to, they like drama. That's their big thing. They love drama. And, and so they're, the struggle in this area, meaning this part of the cosmos, um, is really about that whole fight. Are we for life and, and nurturing of consciousness and development of joy and beauty and everybody's taken care of? Or are we all about control and uh, war and getting power and, um, and you know, getting people to, I, I guess I'll say. Um, get, wants to run away and go somewhere else. And yeah. then he comes back and says, well, we don't want to let the, the bastards take this place over. It's a beautiful That's place. Right. So, right. you know, it's like, well, you can't keep running anyway. Um, no, you, know, you can't. Good, good fight. Part of it's knowing, you know, when to when to quit in life. You know, that's a problem between stupidity and knowing <laughs> when to throw the towel in. Is it's a really fine line. So it is. It is. And I think we. Well, you're right. We don't live long enough to really get any wisdom. In many of the systems that I have been in, the technology and the science is absolutely critical for a long life and they live very long and when i say very long i won't even say how long some of them live because it's hardly believable but they just keep on keeping on um and so the the problem that i think or the how do we come together I think we have to first become aware that there is this struggle. Right now, a focal point of that struggle is planet Earth. And the struggle is against um, life versus death or good versus evil mm -hmm. or, you know, taking care of everybody versus controlling everybody. Those are the choices. Um, and so each one of us has to come to this moment in time where we say, what side you're on? We have we have both beings represented among yes. humanity. We do, and, and it's kind of mm -hmm. like you know this town's not big enough for the both of us, so somebody's <laughs> got to leave. You know that's right. Yeah, and I think the big interest, you know, I was I don't know if I talked about this with Daphne or not in one of the videos, but our little planet is really a, a jewel. Um, and we're kind of on the outside edge of the Milky Way. Um, and so it's a very nice little oasis that, um, you know, creatures or beings from other systems that have traveled a long way can stop off and, um, you know, either dump some of their wastes if they haven't, not all of the other races have um, some of the technologies 
that I've seen in other places. In other words, they're not all the same. Right. And that's that I'm, you know, that's part of the growing up process in terms of getting familiar with who's got what capacity, who's got what technology, who's got what skills, who's using what science. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that that's that that is so important. They're not all identical. Um, so this place as a stopping off point, kind of an oasis in the cosmic desert um, was discovered and, and has, is in the process of trying to be freed from some people that were trying to take it over and charge or control everybody here, number one, but to prevent others from stopping off here freely. Um, and so that whole struggle is now unfolding um, there have been a lot of beings here, at least uh, I'm going to say two dozen. Um, most of them, we are so naive and so undeveloped that I don't know if we would even be able to see some of them or that we'd be able to survive seeing some of them <laughs> would be a better way to say it. Um, and so there's, and yet there's others that are absolutely phenomenally wonderful. And they're trying, and the rule in the cosmos is you don't save anybody, period. If they aren't willing to save themselves, then, you know, they're going to be taken over. They're going to suffer. And um, they don't apply that at a collective level, right? They apply that at a singular level also? Yes. Yes. Okay. And so you have to make a declaration personally. I'm choosing an alignment with life and then you have to nurture life and you have to think about, are you nurturing? What are you nurturing? What, what are you doing? What are you supporting? What are you, you know, and people think of nurture as one thing, but they don't think of their dollars as nurture, Mm -hmm. but that's part of it. What are you supporting? What are you running back to, um, to fill you up, to fix your, you know, fill your needs, fix your problems. Um, so all that has to be dealt with, but um, we're, it's pretty much, we're coming to a head right now this year. Um, right. And it's, it's really pretty critical. Yeah. Very um, much. yeah. Yeah. And, and the attitude is, um, I'm, I was just going to say it like I understand it. I'm not sure this is 100% correct, but if you make a declaration, then um, and the whole planet gets taken over by the bad guys, you may be picked up and taken away um, so that you do not have to live in under that. Um, and if we come together as an, enough of us and say, uh-uh, sort of a, um, what do you call it, a hell no, we won't go kind of attitude, um, then we have earned some help and some support. In, in um, your experience, how many of the off-worlders are already working together, different races? Oh, a lot. Kind of doing their own thing. A lot. The whole federation, um, you have to, your planet has to join that federation and then you get protection and you get science and you get technology and, um, you know, the, it, you get taken under the wing of beings, but we're kind of, um, we, we're really pretty, we're considered really very primitive and warlike. Um, 
and we have to give that up. And that from our point of view, from the people that are in charge of us, giving that war up means getting taken over. But that's not the case. So, and I won't go into that because it takes too long to, um, you know, to try to describe how they deal with that sort of thing. And I'm not even sure I have it 100% right. I just know what we used to do. Um, but all in all, um, if we can keep pushing forward and saying, you know, come on, we need help. Um, that's really an important, even if we don't know what to do, we'll either get inspiration, we'll get opportunities that appear suddenly and you have to be ready to walk through that door when it opens. That's you can't say, oh, in my mind, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. In a lifelong uh, dream or a study topic of, finding ways to unify people so yes yes very good oh my god can we clone you <laughs> so, well, yeah. you don't know um, me that well <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay i thought it was the perfect analogy for this conversation <laughs> so yeah yeah we're we're coming to a point where uh my dad used to say shit or get off the pot Mm -hmm. And that's where we're at. We have cell phones now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. So it's time for action. This is uh, this. I think this next the rest of this year is the do or die moment. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Thank you. Uh, okay. Uh, Howard, you're next, and then Sandy, and then Frank. Hi, Frank. Uh, and then Gina. And then we're we're on our second round if if we have time. Okay. No, Anna, Anna is also there. Anna and Quinn just now. Colleen, I'll put your oh. hand because I don't think we'll have time. But then Anne didn't ask a question, and then Quinn didn't ask a question either. So. Okay. All right. Hang on a second. Okay. So, Howard, you're next. Uh, thank you. Hello. 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 Hey. Uh, uh, my wife was supposed to ask this question, but she was tired. She's got fatigue, so and it's 10 p.m. Oh. here in Norway. Yes. So, uh, is it possible for you to scan her body or her system and and uh, help her in instruct what to do with the fatigue? And uh, she's okay. she's doing lots of cleansing. Uh, drinking juices and very lots of um, different stuffs. Okay, that's good. Tell her keep going with that. It takes a long time. You know, I'm talking years, three, mm -hmm. four, five years, um, to rebuild and get some energy. Um, two things come up whenever there's fatigue. Um, number one is the thyroid because that's your fatigue. Uh, you know, meter right there. Um, the other thing is exercise. Does she exercise? I mean, vigorously? Uh, try to walk in the forest. Uh, okay, that might not be enough. Okay, hang on. Um, I'm going to go through you to get to her. So it might not, and I don't want to say too much publicly, um, mm -hmm. but I'll just say like, focus here. Think about that. Investigate such and such. And let her take it from there. Okay. 
So hang on just one second. Well, um, the first thing that came up was, um, how do I say this politely? Um, there has to be some interest in her life. She needs some interest in what she's doing um, with her life. And there's like, almost as soon as I tried to tune into her, what I got was this, she wanted everything to be different, but it looked like there was all these obstacles to it being different. And when I say being different, I mean physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, um, location-wise, everything. So something core, it's her core self is not being satisfied. And that it takes such a huge amount of energy to hold that kind of feeling down so that you can do all the things you think you're supposed to do. <laughs> um, you end up with no energy. And so, and then she was, um, she has some heavy metals. I would investigate that as well. We already talked about that a little bit, so I won't say too much more about that. Um, but then um, the, she needs a more vigorous exercise and, um, and the, the gut, that gut, um, she doesn't have, I didn't see infection. Um, I'm going to say that her entire hormone system is not very productive. So, um, and, and she's really, um, I don't know. I think the biggest thing is going to be the, the core self that isn't satisfied with what she has chosen. Now that might include you, but I'm not in saying, <laughs> I'm not saying that she needs to get rid of you. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, that whole core self has to be satisfied or you can't heal. The, the true spirit of the self has to be allowed to flourish and it has to be nurtured. And sometimes that brings a bit of chaos. So, Forgive me, Howard, you might end up suffering some chaos because of, of that. Um, but just roll with it if you can. Try to support and nurture her to find out where's her real heart? What does she really need? Okay? And then uh, I'm, I'm even going to go so far as to say a change of career. I hate to say that. Um, so... Um, I didn't pick up problems with the diet too much, um, but all those others are pretty important. So, and usually the first thing people do is change what they eat, but that's not as important for her as, as these other things. So mm -hmm. can we let it go at that? So I don't have to be more personal. <laughs> okay. Uh uh, I think this is very good, very good pinpoint, very a lot of different things. So I'm very grateful for that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Tell yeah. her the rule is take care of yourself first and follow your heart. Mm. There's no getting around those two things. Okay. And forgive me if it causes uproar. <laughs> so... Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank, you. You. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Let's see. Sandy. Where's Sandy? Ah, there you are. Hi. 
Hi, Kenny. Um, so I've changed my question about 100 times so far. This is so intriguing and so interesting. I just love it. Can okay. relate with every, I mean, with the leaky gut and the yeah. muscle weakness for, with the mitochondria. And uh, yep. so I, I'm reading your book and I'm so thankful. And I'm just oh, really going to get that calendar out and kind of move forward towards it. Um, yeah. One of the um, comments I have is I live in a small town and I'm a, I'm a trustee. And we got, uh, I kept, for years, I feel like something's coming, something's coming, something's coming. And uh, we got this building donated to us. And um, so we have a community center and I started a community center commission. And I'm so excited to just kind of like find out the hidden treasures and talents within my community and start sharing that information. And um, it's, it's going, we have a budget and everything. So we're moving slowly, but how wonderful is that for a small town during these times to kind of have the opportunity for a group of women <laughs> to yeah. kind of pull us all together? And we know, you know, I live in a rural area, so there's farms yeah. and different, different things. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. Um, but my question is about my health for one. Okay. And, I, and, and so I've been um, doing iodine, which has helped me tremendously. I've been exercising. One of the things I'm using is cell salts. Um, oh. I don't know if you know if that, um, yeah. I feel like it's made a big difference. Yeah. Um, and also I yes. have this aloe drink that I drink in the morning. I feel like it's helping my intestines um, kind of cleanse yeah. them. Any um, insights on, and I'm investigating, I want to get um, energized water for my family, oh. you know, whatever, you know, <laughs> so it's like, okay. Um, Those um, are I, excellent. Yeah. Um, and how, my question for me is how do I bring value to my community? Um, of course, I, I think I've mentioned this. I'm a nurse by trade and I will not get the jab. And I'm already thinking at age 60, maybe I should think yeah. about plan B, and which is really to bring some value to my community. I want to buy a Rife machine, but um, any insights on the cell salts on the aloe? I don't know if um, those are um, excellent. Oh okay. my gosh. Yeah. Keep going with that. Um, aloe does help detox. Cell salts are fabulous. Okay. Um, they, uh, yeah, I forgot about those. I take those every so often when, you know, every, every so often I think, okay, um, it's time for, uh, like a parasite program. I do that every November takes a week or yeah. two or three. And, and then in the spring I do a cell salt program where I take cell salts every day for like six, eight weeks. Um, but I didn't think of that, you know, suggesting that to other people. Okay. <laughs> so, um, those are good. Um, in terms of, of building like a community, a sense of community, um, the one thing, the one thing that never fails is one person who says, I'm going to be the maven in my town. And a maven is somebody who connects everybody else. They share news, they share information, they share ideas. Um, you know, they connect people who need to be connected. Um, they come up with new technologies. They host little bitty events that cost $5 because nobody ever has any money, um, but they have a lot of fun, etc. Yeah. And that makes a huge difference. Somebody has to do that in a family for the family to hang together. And somebody has to do that in a community and it just takes one person 
Um, and, you know, you uh, the one rule is you have to be willing to do it with um, just because you want to. Nothing comes back to you. You can't expect anything com to come back. Things do come back, but you can't do it because you want things to come back. You have to do it with, let's see what happens. I'm, I'm just going to do this because I want to be connected to all these people because I want this to feel like a family or feel like a community. And so you just do it and, and that it succeeds in bringing the family or the community together. So within a family, almost everybody has to be at least past 55 before they begin to really appreciate the maven. And in a community, um, again, it has to be a predominance of um, people who are over 55, who understand the value of one another. Because young people, their job, their work is to go out and see the world and experience other stuff. Somebody has to hold the fort. So that's yeah. the only criteria. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Yeah, I know a guy in Arizona who's doing that in his town. And it has had a profound effect on their food, their diet, their kids, um, their skills that they're teaching their kids. Wow. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Frank, you are next on my list. And then Gina. Some, I think you guys have moved around somehow. And then Quinn and then Jill. So go ahead, Frank. Okay. Um, hello, I was hello. Going, hello, Penny. Nice to see you again. And thank you for all that you and, and Daphne and, and et cetera do. Really I appreciate it. Um, it's really invaluable uh, rock in this, in this uh, rocky planet we're in. I was going to ask you a question about reading the tarot cards, but actually I thought that would be a waste. So the intuition I had was maybe... Um, if you just could look at me for a moment and tell me what's the most important thing for me to do either physically, spiritually, mentally right now. Okay. And I, so this is what comes instantly. And I've had this perception about you right from the start. You are holding the fort. You are doing what Sandy was just talking about. It hasn't been fun. It hasn't been easy. People don't get it, but you're holding the fort. So it's a thankless job in many ways. Um, they don't get it, you do. That's why you're the one holding that fort. Okay, so I hope that's not disappointing to, to you because sometimes we just need to hear that, okay, I can take a break. Um, somebody else could do this. I can go off and do something else. Um, you can go at any point, you can go off and do something else. Uh, but you're going to end up holding the fort wherever you go, because that's how you are. That's the kind of inner strength that you have. And that's natural for you. So um, when you say, could you just, what do you mean by holding the fort? I think I know, but I just want to be sure. That means that you are keeping people together. That means that you're holding this space of love and you're being reasonable 
when other people are not being reasonable. You're being logical when they're not being logical. You're being calm when they're all caught up in fear. You're saying, let's have some common sense here. What do we need to do today when they're off, you know, doing something that's useless because they're afraid of something? So all of that is really what I mean by holding the fort. Does that make sense to you? It does. Absolutely. Thank you, Penny. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I know you're a lone wolf over there, but you're doing a really good job. Mm. So thank you. Yeah. Hang in there. That's very reassuring. Thank you very much. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. Let's see. Gina. Hi, Gina. Go ahead. Okay, there it goes. <laughs> you can hear me. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm going to read, so forgive me. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, first of all, uh, I do believe myself to uh, be associated with or to uh, come from the same group that you do speak of, oh. uh, that you remember <laughs> or are uh. in connection with. Um, I remember having some kind of training before coming, um, and it says if I'm living out the scenes now, it's either that or I'm reliving the life over and again, and it's really messing with me because I'm thinking that I'm knowing what's about to be happening because everything so far has been happening that way. Yeah, that's <laughs> but, right. Uh, the, the confusion, you know, I've been through the first part of my life the dramatic stories as we all have, you know, overcome. Now I consider maybe the second part of this life because okay. I moved back in with my parents back home with one of my sons. Um, okay. A transition. I don't know if it's a walk-in that has happened. I don't know if it's the Kundalini experience that has happened. It's taken a lot. I've been rewired. Yep. <laughs> Feels like. Uh, and have a tremendous connection working with crystals and I have a huge lake out here and the birds. <laughs> uh, there are loads nice. and layers of birds that come at different yep. levels. But these birds also come with, um, not birds, <laughs> drones. I don't know how else to call them because I have them on film stopped and releasing things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my question is um are some of us are some of us that are here with trying to help you know raise the consciousness um able to be recognized either from birth from our aurora or anything of, of that nature and then therefore uh not be held back from completing their mission probably <laughs> yeah right that, I mean, yes, you're recognized from birth. You're really planned before birth. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it's true. Um, and you do, you do plan when you're going to come here and you have a role very carefully. And so it's all, um, it's fun to forget because <laughs> then it seems new and exciting. When, you know, there was a period of time where I just, knew everything that was going to happen and what was next and this and that and it was like oh my god um, it was boring and yeah. so it got to be where I refused to look it's like no I don't I don't want to remember that I want this to be fresh mm. um, and so yeah there you do have to do some stuff like that 
um, there are helpers who mm -hmm. will give you a little kick in the butt from time <laughs> to time. <laughs> they will <laughs> appear and disappear. Um, don't fuss too much about people dropping stuff on you um, mm -hmm. because A, if it's bad stuff, um, you, you typically are going to be able to resist that because of the nature of your own frequency system. Oh, okay. I see. Okay. Yeah. But if it's, mm -hmm. if it's good stuff, it's being dropped on you because it nurtures your frequency system. Okay. Okay. So, um, mm -hmm. and, Interesting. and you have to do what you came here to do. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> <laughs> there's um, not very many ways around that and no, i'll no. just pass on to you what the little men in brown robes said to me please <laughs> um just let it happen naturally if you don't get in the way mm. they said to me it will <laughs> all just unfold so easily mm. and so yeah. i tried to stay out of the way and they were right it mm. just all happened so naturally so that's yeah. in ways that I would never have expected. Wow. So, and that's where the fun comes in. It's like, oh, wow. <laughs> I, you know, I wasn't thinking this. I wasn't planning this. Yeah. 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 I'm also, I just want to make a comment about your son. Um, I'm going to say that there's a deep connection there to the same people um so, interesting <laughs> yeah so just um pay okay. attention to what's happening with you and him okay, okay. thank you okay. for that <laughs> yeah yeah okay. okay all right welcome <laughs> yes thank you <laughs> all right let's see here uh oh everybody moved quinn i think you were next did you, sorry uh, to interrupt, and did you miss Anne? Because Anne was before, Anne Hallowell. Did you, did you miss, is she on your list? It doesn't matter. Yeah, she's, she's after Quinn. Perfect. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So Hi, then Anne and then Jill, uh, no, John's here. Hi, John. <laughs> okay. Uh, go ahead, Quinn. Hi, Penny. How's everything? Everything's good. Good, good, good. Thank you so much again. Every, every, oh, yeah. uh, I feel like I get more and more and, um, you know, for you. Yeah. Trying to keep going um, as quick as possible. Uh, one thing about um, one of our cats, she uh, came to us. Uh, we get a lot of strays that we try to help. Yep. And um, she's on calcitrol. And I guess she had kidney issues. Oh, yeah. That said, she might be on it forever. Um, there's another pill she takes. It's like a half a pill of uh, benzoyethin or something. Um, I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, it's for the kidneys as well. Um, okay. And maybe, um, I don't know, like a holistic approach and get away from the vet. Um, wow. Um, okay. So a couple of things I would suggest. Um, in terms of supporting the kidneys, uh, you have to interest her in drinking water. I don't know okay. how you're going to do that. I mean, she drinks a lot. Okay, that's good. Yeah, okay. we got fountains, like a fountain for her. Yeah. We give her a lot of water. I don't know, you know, if that's good. Okay, so do you have Mount Marillonite clay in that water? What's it called? It's uh, bentonite clay or Mount Marillonite clay. 
M-O-N-T-M-O-R-I-L-L-O-N-I-T-E. Okay, I can get that. Yeah. Um, it's very, very good. Okay. Um, it makes the water kind of muddy. Okay. Um, and and that's really beneficial for the whole the whole cat, including okay. her kidneys and her uh, hormone system. Okay. Um, you know, I just we were just talking about cell salts a few minutes ago. That is a nice alternative for an animal. We do homeopathic cell salts for animals um, and homeopathic remedies for animals and um, and clay for animals a lot. I mean, those few things are magical. So I'm trying to think of what might be off the top of my head. I don't have um what i would do for kidneys um in terms of homeopathics but if i get a chance i'm going to look that up and i have your email somewhere i'm just going to say try this okay Okay, cool thank you okay and uh finding a homeopathic doctor in the area and get away from the vet oh where are you located connecticut oh okay um, <laughs> there's not very many um right. you can look online maybe right. and see if you can get an online consultation there's a okay. couple in wisconsin okay uh, i don't know if my uh book uh I, when i find the homeopathic remedy i'll send the name of a book it's it's homeopathics for veterinary um, oh, okay. There's a little booklet that everybody should have. It's got dogs, cats, cows, chickens, ducks, geese, goats. Oh, that's stuff. amazing. Birds. Yeah. Yeah. So the homeopathics are so good. Yeah. <laughs> I had a cow with a massive infection in her leg. And, um, and I bought like four bottles of homeopathics because I was going by the pound. I'm like, well... I take five pellets for 112, 115 pounds. She's 1,400 pounds. <laughs> Let's just put the whole <laughs> bottle in there. And and by God, she got better. Worked oh, amazing. Yeah. I didn't think it would work, but I was really surprised and really grateful. So awesome. and he I'm, lived I'm another four years. So. Oh, wow. Wow. That's yeah. Amazing. She was old. Yeah. So, Okay. All right. Do you, Good think I try, do you think I should try to get out of Connecticut? Uh, well, personally, I tell people do what you think, but I wouldn't want to be there. I, I wouldn't. Gotcha. <laughs> so, okay. Um, yeah, there's difficulties that are coming. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. All right. Okay, good luck. <laughs> uh, Anne, you're next. How you doing there, girl? I'm doing fine, thank you. Um, um, I, I uh, listened to a man by the name of Scott Mowry, and he recommended uh, uh, watching again uh, The Matrix. So I did, and I realized, and I kind of knew that I didn't get it the first time anyway, you know, and so I watched it. And I thought, wow, I'm getting it now. And at the very end, um, 
Neo, the, the main character, kind of like is dying. I go, oh, no, he's our only hope. And so then all of a sudden he comes and stands up. And, uh, you know, the uh, Agent Smith and all their duplicates are shooting bullets at him. And he just reaches up and um, stops all the bullets. Yeah. So my first thought was, we're all Neo. Yeah, yeah. we are. And we don't realize it. And uh, I was wondering if you had a recommendation so that we could um, all become more Neo. I mean, um, uh. you know, we can think we could. Uh, yeah. And uh, But I, I just think that there's like maybe just the knowledge alone will help. But yeah. I see... Uh, people as not being Neo, they're all wearing masks, they're all getting yeah. uh, vaccinated. Um, and that um, somehow, um, because I think in the uh, somehow in all our fields, we know um, kind of what we have to do, but we're afraid. Yes. But maybe you have just just a hint, just a hint, eat more okay. chocolates, you know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but I, I know that there is a way. Okay. So it reminds me of this conversation I had with one of the beings of light. Um, and I forget now what I started out that conversation, why I started out that conversation, because it was pretty intense. And I was arguing about something, um, but um, it came down to me saying, well, what if somebody shoots you? Um, and the, um, you know, that basically it was a demonstration and I had, uh, I, let me not go into it because it'll take too long. But um, the bottom line is if somebody's going to shoot you like they were shooting at Neil, you have to have developed enough love for the people shooting at you that oh. you don't want them to have to pay the price of shooting you, of causing you harm. And so you develop your love and your power enough to be able to just stop that bullet and it falls to the ground. So, so you are actually, they, oh, please. So they don't get, so they don't have to pay the karmic price of having tried to murder somebody or having murdered somebody so having love is the somebody. answer love is the answer so um i actually have like entities around uh, my house and so it's actually been quite a problem but it um about a month ago i um i heard well i just um uh, said uh oh i asked them if they had ever experienced love and they said no and i said well i'm going to send it to you and they all left now that doesn't mean a bunch didn't come back, but but I'm thinking okay. that there is something. What if we uh, sent like the cult or whoever is controlling us love? What if we all yeah. did that for five minutes, for a minute every day, or whatever? Yeah, right. And what that if would we make had a, a huge difference? Uh, all right. What's our natural reaction? We fight. We argue. We complain. We yeah. run off in fear. We don't love. The few times that I have said, well, maybe the cabal is this, or I, you know, I'm trying to introduce people to a deeper understanding of the cabal and they get mad at me. 
<laughs> yeah. What's wrong with you? How come you're talking like that? You're supporting them. You're this. I'm like, no, no, I'm not. I don't think we realize what, um, well, I don't, I don't really know. I'm, I'm just coming from a place of uh, search, but uh, I do okay. remember thinking that uh, ascension is not that far in the future and we have to be more life affirming than death affirming. That's so, right. um, so if we just in any situation look for the life affirming energy, yeah. wouldn't right. that be of help? Yes. I mean, even if it was like a, a, a well, you know, I've always said you cannot judge a person unless you've walked in their shoes because look, many people have been abused and this and that, and they have the anger and then they're out shooting people. And, uh, you know, you don't want to say, oh, fine, shoot me too, but you just want to have some compassion or something. So right. I don't know. Somehow we got to get it. And we I don't really to. know how, but, um, but I'm. Uh, well, that's, um, yeah, <laughs> that, you know, Robert David Steele talks about having a truth and reconciliation uh, trial when all this is over and people get angry with him. I want vengeance. They need to be punished. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, okay. but you know, I, I'm a psychologist and I think in, um, yeah. let's see, if, if there, if whatever we say about the others, we actually feel like we deserve it. Yeah. So, um, and that, that is so hard to get, so hard to get because you uh, just wouldn't believe it. But right. maybe we can just, um, just uh, uh, make, maybe that's a possibility. So we won't yeah. judge others. Um, um, now we want to, right. but if we just go, I'm just not going to. Yeah. I'm just going to be a better person today than I was yesterday. And I'm not going to judge. <laughs> you know, whoever. And um, I don't know, but we got, you know, we just hold that thought and <laughs> hold that thought. We have to get there. We will. We'll get there. We might have some hard lessons in the meantime, but we have to get there. We will well, now get remember there. you uh, in, I think the beginning of your uh, uh, book robes, you said that we create our leaders. Yes, we do. So uh, if we, uh Actually, then that doesn't that tell you how powerful we are? Yes, yeah. we are. So if we just but you gotta use that power. I tell people all the time, try stuff. <laughs> but we don't power. really know. I mean, uh, religion yeah. has made us powerless, and uh, we just. Um, but you know, just um, just uh, just pretend we're Neo. Okay, there you go. Maybe Take I it don't know. Make it. <laughs> and maybe you know if anybody on 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 the um, on on the show whatever you call you know has any ideas you know we um, um, just ship them to us yeah okay yeah bring them back <laughs> bring those ideas next time yeah good yeah. grief yeah okay Neil mm -hmm. that's the goal for this week everybody pretend <laughs> you're Neil <laughs> so. <clears throat> Yeah, and watch the Matrix again. Uh, yeah, uh, I think now we're wiser and we, we actually do get it. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. All right. Okay, <laughs> let's go to John. We're almost out of time here. Or whoops, we're at Jill. And then John. I think it's Jill. Jill, you're next. Yep. Hi, yeah. Penny. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Awesome. Um, I wanted to ask you um, what your recommendations are as far as supplements or any other things that come to mind in terms of dealing with M MS. Um, I have the, a book called um, The Prescription for Nutritional Healing. 
I don't know if you're familiar with it. Yeah, yep. with Phyllis Baum. Yeah, huge Bible, right? Like I, I know. I use, I use this for so much. I'm I already do. taking everything on the quote very important list uh-huh. in that. So calcium, magnesium, CoQ10, bunch yep. of other things. Um, I also ordered the um, oxygen um, stuff, oxy okay. uh, DHQ that you recommended for my daughter for her fatigue. And yeah. I did get some MMS. I ordered it. I've I've tried it once. It's a little interesting because it really <laughs> does smell it smells like you're drinking cool water um, I, I have found if I plug my nose I do better so I'm trying different things my the only symptom I really experienced is muscle weakness I I, I don't know for okay. sure that I have it but I have some other reasons why I'm not able to go get an absolute confirmation but okay. I basically had my legs go out from under me twice in a short period of time about two years ago and okay. it was about the same time as my spiritual awakening and learning about you and the robes. And so I really have focused very, very strongly on, you know, the, the vibration and talking to my body and we eat organically, but I'll admit, you know, not all of it is super healthy. You know, we do have our crackers and our cookies sometimes, but you know, we do eat organically we've cleaned up and, and I feel fine, like muscle weakness, a little bit of soreness, you know, if I sit too long, but I, and I, from last time, you may remember, I have my medical cannabis card. So any, you know, muscle aches or little minor tears and stuff that you tend to get, um, I'm able to handle that as well. It's just more about like, if that's what it is before, you know, any healing technology comes down the road or what have you, it's more mainstream. Like, is there anything in particular that you're like, girl, you need to be doing these things or taking these things or, you know, whatever, like what comes to mind without me going through the long list of all the stuff I'm already taking? Okay, so you're taking a whole bunch of stuff in. The thing to be aware of is you have to take just as much stuff out. You have to mm-hmm. make sure you don't have parasites. You have to make sure you don't have heavy metals. So that means chelation. You have to do full detox on a regular, every month basis. Um, and then you have to be along your diet, you have to have good oil, all, both um, super unsaturated and saturated fats and oils Mm -hmm. those are critical for the brain i would recommend if it was me taking c60 in coconut oil um that is gets the oil and c60 is a rebuilder okay um and so that would you're if you're already taking all the stuff that phyllis recommends then um, there's nothing really much to add to that. Make sure okay. you're getting water, salt, and oil on a daily okay. basis. Water, um, salt, and oil. Yeah, you have to have enough water pressure. You have to have enough salt to drive transactions. Um, and then you have to you have to do some sort of twisting exercise. Sit okay. with your legs crossed Indian style and put your hands on your knees and twist back and forth like this and do that like 60 times don't do that 60 times the first day <laughs> five times yeah, build up <laughs> yeah. yeah um but that generates electricity and that is the thing that, that's missing um your legs won't hold a charge your big muscles okay. in your legs have those are your battery packs and they have to hold a charge okay. so um all right beyond awesome. that you're doing everything that's good keep going all right. a couple of years. Yeah. And I, like I said, like when it first happened, it was terrifying and oh, I, I have know. a, I have an implant, so I can't really do an MRI and I, I refuse to do 
okay. a lumbar puncture, but um, just based on what I've read and what I've studied, you know, it just kind of, and I was predisposed to it. I found out earlier in life. So um, I, for me, it's really about just going, okay, like keeping my vibe high mentally, but right. also not allowing it to progress until we get to the point where we can knock, knock all this stuff out of our bodies permanently and, right. and you know, kind of be restored. Um, I don't yeah. want to wind up in a wheelchair, you know, between now and then if I can help it. And so far nothing's happened since those, those two falls yeah. a couple of years ago. It's so an autoimmune right. thing. It's yeah. just an autoimmune thing. So you fiddle until you figure out what's triggering the autoimmunity. And that's, okay. and in the meantime, you're building, building, rebuilding, regenerating yourself. So, um, yeah, I fiddled for a long time before I finally figured it out. So, and that well, was I appreciate for me. <laughs> so, I, I so appreciate it. And uh, I just, I really enjoy, you know, all the advice you give to people and um, you, your contributions to the world can't be understated. So okay. thank you so thank much. You. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Real good. Um, okay. Let's go to John. Okay, John, you're the last one. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Yep, I do. <laughs> First of all, I would just want to thank you for, um, oh, yeah. Especially for the, the last, I'm going to say, week where I watched everything that you put oh. out okay. on this shoot. Yeah. And I found that you and I have kind of a parallel path. Yeah. With regard to, um, I'll just say this. What you said, which was most significant to me, was okay. if you are, let's just say, and I think you said like 55 to 65, yep. and you uh, do the right things, the right diet, all of that stuff, yep. you will not be a burden. That's right. To your family. You have to rebuild the house. Yes, yes, yes. That's a, those are exact your words. And yeah. so, so there are two things that um, I would like to do. I, I had a one-sentence dream that I would like to read. Okay. And just have you comment. And then the second thing was, I don't know what uh, the technical name is. I would like you to tell me. I would like to give you my birth date and have you tell me what my birthday numbers are. Oh, okay. All right. In, in a, yeah. In a prior one, you someone gave you her yeah. birthday. Okay. Right. So here's the dream. Okay. There was an angel flying slash landing at a ranger station in a tiny patch of woods surrounded by skyscrapers. That was it? That was it. Okay. Um, okay. So, um, so you got an angel flying, um, and there's a ranger station going to the ranger station, flying around the it ranger was flying, station. It was flying slash landing into a tiny yeah. ranger station Okay. In, in a tiny patch of woods. Okay. Okay. 
Okay, so you're the angel, mm-hmm. um, and and you're you've been flying. In other yep. words, feet not on the ground. Flying yep. is good. Get you a huge perspective, big picture, understanding, and then you have to land and mm-hmm. come back to okay. What have I learned? How do I use this? And the the ranger station just says that you've been ranging all over the place and you and the ranger station is in the woods but you said the woods is now this little tiny patch of woods so Mm -hmm. woods almost always symbolize two things if you say forest it's one thing if you say woods Mm -hmm. it's something else the um the trees you can't see very far with trees okay you can't see the forest for the trees Mm -hmm. so this tiny ranger station in this little bitty patch of woods is the woods are W O U L D S. I would oh. do this. I would do that. I will do. I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, it's a whole bunch of willingness yep. that you are landing in, and there's skyscrapers all around. So that indicates that you're looking or you're surrounded by these really tall aspirations reaching the sky and mm-hmm. flying is part of that. And, mm-hmm. and you're coming back to earth saying, okay, what do I do? I, I'm willing. And that's what the woods is. I would wow. do this. I would do that. So yep. it's a very yeah. encouraging dream. Um, hmm. It's a dream that reflects where you're at. Um, and it's, um, I think the skyscrapers are very nice. I mean, they're not very realistic. So at some point you might have another dream in which you say, my skyscrapers were only 10 feet tall, <laughs> you know, et cetera, or something like that. But um, it, the aspirations are high. And I think we need to go for those, period. We have to. We have to reach for the highest goals we can get to and figure out how to do it. And I think okay. we, I know we can. So, yeah, nice dream. Very Thank nice. Thank you. Okay. Okay. So my birthday. Yeah. Sorry. My Go birthday ahead. is November 27th, oh. 1942. Okay. So the 11 is a master number. There's two master numbers that you can come up with in birth dates. One is 22. The other is mm-hmm. 11. 11 mm-hmm. is mastery of your personal self. 22 mm. is mastery of the world. Mm. Okay. So you want to, you're after mastery. You don't reduce the 11 or the 22 to a single digit. It stays as a master. So this is okay. master numbers usually indicate that you're testing yourself. Can I do this? Have I come far enough to be able to manage this? The nine, two plus seven is nine. Um, that's a karmic number. It's a number of supreme intelligence. Wait a minute. Uh, How did you get a nine? Two plus seven. Oh. <laughs> so I'm going to take each of your numbers. 11. Yeah. Okay. 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 1942. Okay. So, so 11. So you're on to two and then you're on to, you're on to 27. Which is no, you don't four. reduce the 11 to a single digit. That's, I, know, I now understand it. 11. And then, 20, and then 27 makes a is, nine. Exactly. Okay. And then 1942 makes a seven. Okay. Oh. 
That's a good set of numbers. That's a powerful set of numbers, actually. So the nine is a number of service. They say it's karmic. It's a lot of intelligence, but it's a number of service to your community. Hmm. It's a number that says, don't plan to retire because you're probably going to start your work when you get old. Um, well, I'm old. <laughs> well, I don't know. You're not as... You're, well, yeah, I guess you're a little older than me. Okay. <laughs> so, so the seven is the hermit. The seven is the number of the hermit. It's the number of the teacher. It's the mm -hmm. number of the traveler mm -hmm. all around, not just the planet, but the traveler in other dimensions. Okay. Um, the nine is, is just a wonderful number in terms of um, having, usually you start out having a little bit of influence with just yourself, your wife, your family, your kids, you know. But the nine is like, by the time you leave, you will have influenced a huge circle of people, an entire community, sometimes a city, sometimes a nation. It's, the, it's that kind of number. Um, hmm. Nine is a number of completion. So again, lends itself to these, the numbers you've got are leadership numbers. Like I'm going to, I'm going to hold the fort here, just like uh, Frank. Um, in this time, master, I am going to master myself and be able to teach. The seven is is your year. That hermit is a teacher, holds the light, um, refuses to do the work for other people, but says, you know, go that way. Mm -hmm. Do that. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. That doesn't work. That doesn't bring joy in the long run. Um, that wow. kind of thing. Um and the seven is also needs a lot of solitude. Sevens do not make yeah. partners. They don't make good spouses um, because they need so much solitude. Um, nines do make good partners, but they need, well, let's say it this way. They need a community. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm not advocating, what is that, multiple spouses or anything like that polygamy yeah okay <laughs> i'm just saying that the number of relationships that the nine maintains is a lot and that is in direct conflict with your seven so a little bit of conflict there should i step up nah well i should step up well you know, well, <laughs> you know back and forth <clears throat> yeah so those are your numbers Interesting. Why, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, very good. Okay. So I think uh, I think that's it. I guess we're past, we're a half hour past. So it's too late for a second round. I always think we're gonna have a second round and we just we just don't. <laughs> so so let me just thank all of you guys for coming. Oh my gosh. Hi Sally. <laughs> I see you here. <laughs> um okay. Everybody, thank you, thank you. Um, and let me just say that things may get a little hot here um, over the next couple of weeks or maybe if, if we get through the next couple of weeks, I, it might um, be a little bit messy. So, you know, hold that space of love, hold, hold the fort, Frank, we need you, <laughs> um, that kind of thing. Um, and try to stay calm inside. 
we're going in some really good directions. It just doesn't look like it. Okay. So, um, okay. So I'll let you all go. Mwah. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> Thank you, Penny. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Bye, Daphne. Thank you, Penny. Thank you, Penny. Thank you. Thank you, Neo Network. Thank you. Thanks, all. Thanks, Thank you. 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 Thank you.